From Jenna Tatum to Jersey Shore, we have three beautiful readings to discuss tonight on the Hollywood Medium After Show. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Okay, so welcome in to the Hollywood Medium After Show. Fist pump. Yes, let's EDM fist pump. Uh, this is maybe one of the most obscure songs we've ever opened a show with. Um, but I have a confession. This is actually a DJ Polly D song that I had on my, I don't think it was iPod days. I think it was an iPhone by that point. But back in 2003, I had this song. Back in the day. That's considered back in the day. Right. But like, we did not just research it for this show. I legitimately have this still in my iTunes library. I just want to point that out. So (laughs) welcome in to the Hollywood Medium After Show. I am not alone. Hey guys, my name is Mina. You guys can find me on Instagram at Mina Makes Magic. And we're gonna make some magic tonight. Uh, I'm Stefan Lovegrove. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Dr. Lovegrove. Uh, so, three readings, like I said, to discuss tonight. Please let us know what you think about all three of them. Um, and we're gonna start with Jenna, uh, is it Dewan Tatum? Yeah. Um, Jenna Dewan Tatum. Who, I have to say, I actually saw her and Channing Tatum last year at the GLAAD Awards. They are an adorable couple, and I was super excited about this episode just for her. Um, what were your impressions of her and her reading overall? Um, I really liked it. I, I like how Tyler Henry brought in symbolism and talked about the cardinal, uh, or the bird wings, and then she's like, that's crazy that you're saying that. My mom always sees cardinals everywhere. I want an animal sign now. Yeah, I want one too. I want a sign of my own. Um, Don't you think it's adorable that he's still... I think we're on, according to E! Season 2, Episode 15, however you're counting it, we're way in the season. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's done a lot of these now. And I think it's so cute that he still gets nervous every time. Like, when he was walking up, I was like, I love that he still gets excited and nervous. I kept wondering, is that like nervousness or does the sweat come down because it's like a lot of information coming in and it's very stressful? Well, I I think the sweat is the reading. I think the the sweat is part of the reading, not necessarily nerves. But I think that he gets nervous because he doesn't know who it is. And actually, this is something that he's never discussed before, but he said either way it can be nerve-wracking because if he doesn't know who the person is... He gets really anxious. Right, and that can be like, is this an insult? Should I know who this person (laughs) is? But then if he knows who they are... There's a lot of pressure. There's added pressure there. Um, Okay, so Jenna said Tyler would know her from Step Up, from being a dancer in a number of things. And Step Up to the Streets, you can't forget that one. Cannot forget. Well, they have so many sequels (laughs) to all of those movies. Um, And so, interestingly enough, Tyler said lots of stuff was coming through even as he walked in. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes it takes a little while for, you know, for him to get something. And we always joke about the scribbling. Yeah, and and I was like, why do you have to do that? But it's weird. Like, how are you getting people come through, like, coming through on your way to someone's house if you don't know, like, what the object is or anything about the person you're going to read? Like, that's what never makes sense to me is he always says so-and-so was coming through on my way to you. How, how is that even possible? That doesn't make any sense to me. Well, okay. Again, as I say every week on this show, yeah. it's an openness thing of what you're open to. Um, but I think it's the energy of if he, like, 
he's already made this commitment to go to this reading. He's getting close in physical proximity to this house. Um, I actually have a confession. I had a psychic reading earlier today. Did you really? Which just, I, I didn't realize I was going to, it was time the same day that we yeah. had to shoot this. And so I'm kind of viewing it through different eyes. But what was interesting is I was asking a question about nothing having to do with romance. Mm -hmm. But what made me think of it is the energy was there mm -hmm. and he picked up on it and was like I, I feel this going on in your romance I know you didn't ask about that but I feel this energy going on in your dating life and it was so true how did he find out about the psychic how um I was connected to him from someone online okay okay yeah okay. but anyway so I think that the energy is there and lots of stuff came through for Jenna right away um there was a door knock uh, from this woman. It happened twice tonight that he went a ways into the reading about somebody mm -hmm. before we figured out who it was. Yeah, and you and I were looking specific. back at each other I like, do we saying, know who this is yet? We, I was like, did we miss something? Like, do we need to rewind it? Because I kept thinking, who is he talking about? And I'm like, it's probably like one of the grandparents or something. Right. Well, because he, he went way into it. So there were a lot of synchronicities. Um, and the Cardinals thing was powerful. I love it when we talked about this with Portia having already had a vision of her own. I like it when they already have some sort of communication with their deceased loved ones. And mm -hmm. then he picks up on that. Um, and is able to bring it in. I thought that was powerful. I was going to ask you, um, he, he was talking to Jenna about this passing of the grandmother, mm -hmm. and she said it was one of those before and after moments mm -hmm. where she came, I think she came home from school and was told that her grandma had passed away, and she said it split her life, yeah. and there was like before and after that happened. She's at cheerleading practice, which I never knew she was a cheerleader before, but it makes a lot of sense. And With she Step Up. She does all like of the course. cool dancing moves and... Yeah. yeah, well, more learning new things about, uh, <laughs> about Jenna Tatum. Um, but do you feel like you've had a before and after, whether it was a death or something else, do you feel like you've had a before after moment of this event really just like split into two chapters of your life? This is a deep question. I just thought it was such an, a deep quote no, from I'm, this episode. I'm thinking about it. Uh, fortunately, no, I don't feel like I've had that moment where it feels like a new chapter. I feel like if I lost someone in my immediate family, yeah, that would that would definitely be life-changing if I lost, like, my grandma or my mom or anyone like that. That would, it would feel like it marked a completely different chapter in my life. So that makes sense that she would explain it that way because she said that she was living with her grandma at the time and she was very close to her and this was during high school. So mm -hmm. I don't even know how I would be able to deal with something like that. I feel like I would become a much darker person and I think, you know, some people cling on to their faith even stronger when things like that happen, but... I feel like it would just put you in some whirlwind depression because I, I don't even know how people can cope with something like death. But the thing that I liked that Tyler was saying was, you know, we feel such a huge sense of loss when the people that we love die. But if you view it from their perspective, they're in a different place. It's a different energy and they're looking back on us and it's not the same thing. They just want us to be happy. So it's interesting when you think about it from their perspective it's just hard when you don't have the answers to the afterlife and you don't know if there's life after death or what's going on um it's it's hard for a lot of people to get closure especially if they don't have that type of faith yeah well so in jenna's reading we got both the grandfather and the grandmother mm -hmm. came through and 
Um, again, this is interesting because the last couple weeks it's been popping up this theme of like substances or drugs or like people medicating themselves and being in an altered state in various ways. Um, but again, there was this message of nothing could have been different. Mm -hmm. You know, it was going to happen. And I think that's so reassuring. There was even with Jenna's reading an apology to her mother who, and that's actually one of the coolest things I think about this show is when somebody's backstage and not only did Tyler not know the celebrity, but he presumably didn't know the person was backstage. And then there's a message <laughs> it for would them. Be, it would be really funny if he's like, yeah, I don't know who Jen and Devon Tatum is. And then her mom comes out and he's like, oh my God, like he knows her all of a sudden. Right. He never knows anyone, but sometimes he'll know some of the obscure people. I did wonder because he's so Hollywood clueless as we're introduced to yeah. him in season one. I did wonder in what context does he know DJ Polly D? <laughs> yeah. Maybe he had yeah. back to life. Maybe it was the two of us downloading it in 2003. Um, anything else you noticed that was interesting in Jenna's reading before we move on to Emily? I That's all I got. I know there was a, some mention of the mom's twin brother. I was so confused by that because Tyler was bringing up how, like, something about her twin and then it completely transitioned into Dudley, her grandpa. And I kind of got lost at the end of that thing. Well, that I, there was reading. a moment with her where I think he was... Because they kept cutting to the footage of her mom yeah. watching backstage. And I think sometimes, as he pointed out on Twitter tonight, sometimes details come up just to affirm for the people, this is real, you can trust this information. Yeah. So I think at that point, he was just connecting with, yes, I am now speaking to... The mother, yeah. because he wanted the apology from the grandfather, who was the lone wolf, mm -hmm. to really come through. And she, I love when multiple people leave the reading and feel like they got something out of it, which I is like what that. happened. Yeah. Um, Jenna got something. Her mom got something. Um, yeah. A great reading. Yeah. Okay, so Emily Van Camp. She's gorgeous, by the way. Yes. Like, and so from, beautiful. From both Revenge and... Captain America. Mm -hmm. um, actually, I will admit, she's somebody that I would not have immediately recognized. Like, when he I said that, I was like, face. okay, I did used to watch Revenge, and okay. <laughs> but it took me a minute with her. I don't, like... I've never seen her in anything, but I know her face. Like, I know her as a celebrity. I just have never watched anything she's been in. So, okay. So, a grandfather um, I'm looking at... Did we have... I think we had a grandfather in almost every reading. Yeah. We, we really had a did. grandfather for Emily on her mom's side. Yeah. He said, this is the person who built things. He had a work shed. He drove the pickup truck and it led up to them really talking about and focusing on this car accident. Yeah. Which is the, probably like the most tragic way to go. Um, like I can't Because the most unexpected. With a yeah. health situation, you at least know if they're declining yeah. in condition. I mean, right? yeah, maybe the most tragic isn't the best the best way to describe it, but it's tragic in the sense that it just happens out of the blue and it feels like something was stripped away from you unfairly and people are always left with questions that feel unanswered and no closure. Like you have no time to prepare for it. Right. Although when can you ever prepare for death? It's it's always hard. Um but with that, uh it was interesting to to hear Tyler talk about how, yes, from the family's perspective, it was really unfortunate that this death happened so suddenly, but from the grandfather's point of view, it's so much better for him that he went out like that while he was still strong than him Again, being, the timing was right. Yeah, for him, the timing was right, even though it was unexpected, but, um, but you know, he didn't want to, like, be 
surrounded by people while he was dying. He wouldn't want people to see him at a very weak point. So I guess it worked out the way it did best for him, not for the family. But the part that really killed me, and I was talking to you about this earlier, I get so emotional when I watch Tyler Henry Hollywood Medium. I don't know what it is about the show. I always end up crying. And I think it's because whenever I see people on the show breaking down, it just affects me because I feel so bad because I feel like this is a topic where, you know, everyone is going to experience something like this. But, you know, within our lifetimes, we're going to experience losing a loved one, um, obviously dying ourselves. This is so morbid right now. Um, well, but, but, but if part... you watch, if you don't want to think about that at all, yeah. you're watching the wrong, not just the wrong after show, <laughs> you're watching the wrong show on E! If you don't want to think yeah. about it, because you have to confront it's, it watching yeah, the series. You do have to confront it, but the thing that, um, that they were saying... Now I completely lost my train of thought. I forgot what I was going to say. I completely forgot you where cried. I was going with this. You, it made you emotional. Yeah. What was I going to say? I was going to say something really, like, thought-provoking. And now I lost it. So well, I guess you guys are never going to find out. We'll never know, Mina. We'll never know we'll never what your know. magic could have been. Um, well, okay. I'll share what I thought was super emotional from Emily's reading. The mom had some of the most like oh, devastating regret yeah. that I've ever heard on this show because she had asked him to get bacon. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what happens when you're not vegan. I'm totally joking. <laughs> Lord. That's, way, that's way um, too dark. That, well, you know, my closest point of like trying to relate to this was I had a friend who passed in a car accident, mm-hmm. obviously unexpectedly in high school. And I had so much regret just because he had sent me a Facebook message days before and I had just not gotten around to responding to it yet. And so if I, with a friend, had that much regret just over, like, I wish that I had responded, Mm -hmm. right? I cannot imagine being in the home with them and it's a family... It it was the mom, so it it was her father, right? Yeah. That she asked to get bacon and just, I'm, I would, you know, I get it feeling responsible in that way. Um, Sounds like such a silly thing, but, like, I can't imagine being that person to... Like, if I asked my mom for a favor and I asked her to get something and that happened to her, I would never be able to forgive myself. But looking in on this situation, to me, I'm like, this is a complete accident. Like, nothing would have happened differently even if you hadn't asked for it. You know, his time would have been a different time. You don't know what could have happened instead. So it's so easy looking in to say to someone, don't blame yourself, don't blame yourself. But I can't, like, even When you're living it, how can you not? The level of guilt. Like. I can't even process that. I feel like that's such an overwhelming feeling of should have, would have, could have. Like, I wish I had never done this or done that. And life could have been completely different. But there is no way to predict any of these things. Yeah. The last thing I want to say about Emily's reading is... Um, And I love this. I don't know that he's ever stated this theme, and I just thought it was so profound. He said, death really isn't important to the dead. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was, like, oddly hopeful and thought-provoking in a really cool way, Mm -hmm. just because we do, when somebody moved on, we do have that experience of loss where we're fixated on it, and we can't forget it, and we have a hard time moving on. And I just thought it was a beautiful thing to know. Once someone has moved on to whatever the next realm holds for them, they're not worried about it. They're right. worried. If, if, if anything, this theme that recurred today, they're worried about everyone being okay and mm-hmm. everyone being able to move forward. And that's what they want for us is to move forward with our lives. Um, so I thought that was really profound. And now we turn to the final reading, DJ Polly D, who Tyler recognized. He's, okay, 
I always like laugh at like who watches Jersey Shore. It's so ridiculous. There's something about him that's so freaking lovable. Like I don't know what it is. Well, and There's reality stars love so Tyler lovable. as much as the yeah. Kardashians love him, and that's become a thing. Uh, the Jersey Shore stars love him, they and do. that is now a thing because he DJ Pauly D got a recommendation from Snooki and J Wow. Actually, not he didn't get a recommendation from J Wow, but, but they both J-Wow done did it. A reading, right? And well, so what I thought was interesting, have we ever had somebody that had done a palm reading? Like different people have different spiritual experiences yeah. that make them open to Tyler prior to them getting there. But I thought it was so interesting that he was like, well, I had a palm reading and it was really legit. So I can't imagine what Tyler's going to be. I don't know. Um, by the way, Jersey Shore, I wondered if this is one of the reasons they timed the episode because it's just made the news this month mm-hmm. that they filmed a reunion show that in Jersey. So, so I just sense. thought I should acknowledge that. For those of you who are Polly D or Jersey Shore fans, interesting news, interesting timing. Um, so let's talk about this reading. Uh, again, a person came through and we didn't know who it was for mm-hmm. minutes mm-hmm. of getting information. Turned out to be his uncle Mike. And I made the mental note that if a strong personality as a human, like, makes it easier for you to come through after death, I'm very confident, everyone. Please go see mediums after I have passed on. I have such a strong personality that I will guaranteed come through, I suspect, (laughs) based on that information. What did you take away from this reading? Um, oh god, this one was a tough one. Uh, because there were two parts to this reading. There was the part with... His uncle Mike, and then there was the second part with his best friend Billy. Best friend Billy, both of I which lost were it. moving, was, but the best friend. I oh lost my it. God. It was too much. It was very emotional. Um, but I guess we can start with the uncle Mike and Aunt Shirley. Um, I really liked how he talked about that, even when his uncle was in the worst condition, and you know, like Tyler Henry was talking about how he's not mobile from the knees down, and. Uh, Polly D said, yeah, that's true. He was always in a wheelchair, but he never wanted anyone to know about his sickness. So he always used humor, you know, to alleviate any sort of pain. And he always focused on the positive. And I, I really admire people like that. People who are in terrible situations and they don't have like these basic necessities or things that, you know, the rest of us really do take for granted, whether it's, you know, our mobility or our vision or any one of our senses that, is so vital to functioning in a way that's, you know, much smoother and easier in life. Um, I really admire people who still stay positive and have such a beautiful way of looking at life despite these circumstances. So that stood out to me the most was him just talking about his grandfather's personality overall and, you know, the the flame on his <laughs> on his wheelchair. The hot, was, wheels the hot Wheels wheelchair killed me. Loved um, it. no pun intended. I that was dark. We're <laughs> We're dark and all the real conversations <laughs> tonight, so guys. Up. I don't even know. You know, this is what stood out to me about the the uncle and whatnot is they were talking about there was a divide in the family about where to spend Christmas and it wasn't as smooth. Yeah. And that is something, honestly, that worries me. And I, I had a long talk with my aunt about this because there are certain relatives that tie that side of the family together for us and are why we all get together at Thanksgiving. And some of them are getting older in age now. And I had the conversation with my aunt about, are we going to be able to still maintain this Mm -hmm. holiday tradition when somebody moves on, you know? Mm -hmm. So I thought that was a really sad thing that I just 
it's a fear of mine, you know. This show gets real. Yeah. <laughs> this show gets real. So, okay, so let's end by talking about the BFF Billy. The, one of the most emotional readings I've ever seen that really clearly both impacted both of us on tonight's episode. Yeah, um, mainly t- because I can't believe he likes Kid Rock. But. Well, Tyler said <laughs> just, the Kid I'm Rock detail was one of his favorite random things in mm-hmm. the entire season. Yeah. Because how often do we get a detail of what music they listen to? Like, how cool, but also how weird, how mm-hmm. strange. I know, that's completely random, but I don't know. It's so much to even think about this. Just, you know, he said this was his best friend. You know, he did every single thing with this person every single day. Uh, I can't imagine. Like, I keep using this phrase, I can't imagine, I can't imagine. But seriously, going to living your life every single day with this person that is, you know, almost like your your soul friend, you're connected, you do everything together, to go, going from that level of closeness to this person is just like, completely taken away from me. I have no connection to them at all. I don't know how he coped with that, but when he said that he sold all of his motorcycles because his friend died in that motorcycling accident and it's something that they would only do together, my heart was like aching inside. I was like, that must be so traumatic for him to even see a motorcycle anymore because of all the memories it brings back of his friend. Um, But I thought it was really beautiful that they did a bike run for the friend Um, where they rode on motorcycles to commemorate his passing and his life. And it's really crazy that Tyler Henry knew about that and the fact that... When it couldn't have been Googled, as he pointed out. It couldn't have been Googled. Every single thing that he said in that reading, it really couldn't have been Googled. Uh, When I Googled anything, I just saw the Tyler Henry Hollywood Medium show on my phone. So nothing could have been Googled. Yeah. Well, and there, there was that theme that was so beautiful to end the episode of like, your friend would have wanted you to have joy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's understandable why motorcycles would trigger you and why yeah. you need to step away from that. But this theme of your friend would want you to move forward. Your friend would want you to be happy. And I think... And he even said that, uh, you know, that friend always wanted to have kids and have a family and he never got that chance because he passed. And now he really wants that for Polly D. He wants to be able to live vicariously through him. And I was like, that's just so beautiful. Like, I... Yeah. It, it really was a beautiful week. Oh my gosh. Like, we love Tyler always, but it's this so was more than average. Emotional. Beautiful. I can't, I can't get through an entire episode without crying. That's my goal for next week, is get through an episode without crying, but next week it's going to be Patty Stanger. I am so freaking I excited cannot for her. wait. She's like my favorite person ever. I love her. I've watched her for years, listened to her interviews for years. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. So let us know what you thought of tonight's readings. Let us know, did you cry in any of them? What was your favorite? What were your thoughts? Uh, Did you find these things as profound as we did? Or maybe we're just overly philosophical tonight. I don't know. But let us know in the comments all through the week what you thought of this episode. Like, comment, subscribe on YouTube. Rate and comment on iTunes. And uh, Mina, tell them where they can find you on social media this week. Hey everyone, you guys can find me and follow me on Instagram at Mina Makes Magic. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Dr. Lovegrove. That's it for us. We'll see you next week for another Hollywood Medium After Show. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 